listening to the Ultimate Podcast for the Ultimate Flag Football League with your hosts, Steve and Danny. Join us as we break down all the games, players, and updates from around the league. So get ready, because it's time for some Tough Talk. All right, Danny, Tough League Los Angeles. I got three words for you. What is it? Martinez, <laughs> Martinez, Martinez, Martinez. A 4-0 Scorpion Spartan division. I never thought I'd see the day. Wow. You know what? Maybe it's their time. Like I said, I really want to see the Scorpions take down a cup. Los Angeles, we are talking about tonight. There are 39 teams in Los Angeles Woo. between both divisions. There's 12 Titan teams. There's 27 Spartan teams. Let's talk about the Spartan standings. Okay. 27 teams. There are four undefeated teams over the three conferences. You've got the Black Panthers and the Bears, both 4-0 from Downey. You've got the Park Bums, 4-0 from Van Nuys. And you've got the 4-0 Scorpions from Mid-City. Say what? Then you wait, have... Wait, wait. Say that Pat, last part again. Yes. What you heard was correct. <laughs> you have the 4-0 Scorpions out of Mid-City Spartan. Then you've got six teams that are 3-1. and one, And then you've got six teams that are either 2-1 and one or 1-1. One and one. So and then you got eleven teams that are zero for or just have one win, right? But really, we are talking these. I would say we're talking these top ten teams, and like you said, the top four belong to the Black Panthers, the Scorpions, the Park Bums, and the Bears. All four teams are four and zero, right? They're automatically in the front runner for the Spartan Cup in Los Angeles. Now, three of these teams we said should have moved up to Titan. It's true. It's okay. true. Now, Fanatics and Aftershock did. Props to them. They're right. up there in Titan. We'll talk about them, you know, on the Titan division. Right. But Black Panthers, you know, this team right off the top, I want to talk about them. I want to talk about the Scorpions, but we'll get into them. The the Black Panthers, Sean Alexander is doing work. Yes. Props to him for giving me some uh, major fantasy points, but we'll talk about that on Friday. He's a beast. <laughs> oh man. I won't spoil nothing. Okay. But Sean Alexander, he's doing work. He's got a massive group of receivers on this team you got i don't know if they're brothers but you got the johnson brothers and you also got johnson trio of brothers between miles dj and rj yeah and those three guys are doing work for sean alexander sean alexander i don't even know if he's trying out there because it doesn't look like it all he's got to do is hit one of these guys that he's got on his squad and i didn't even mention their top receiver in randall cox right right i mean which i debated big time picking up but you're absolutely right black panthers during the contendership. Right. They don't have it that easy because in Downey, you've also got their, what I'm calling their rivals in the Bears, but mm-hmm. then you've also got a 3 and 1 Honey Badgers really knocking on their door. Which, so. uh, they were the elite last season. Right. But that's last season. We're talking this season. They're the Honey <laughs> Badgers this season, the 3 and 1. Like you said, we are talking, tonight we're talking about the top 10 teams in Spartan. And it's the Black Panthers, Scorpions, Parkland, Bears. But the teams I didn't talk about was the Jackrabbits, the Honey Badgers, the Swordfish, the Blackhawks, the Silverbacks, and the Slayers. These are all the top ten teams over the three conferences. And these top four teams, you know, like you said, it's not solidified yet. Any one of these teams. And there's there's a few other teams like the 2-2 two and two Salamanders, the 2-2 two and two Brigade, the 2-2 two and two Vikings, Pharaohs, and Rampage. All these teams are 2-2. Two and two. The 1-1 one right. one Llamas. These are all teams that could be sleepers, but for the sake of, you know, contendership, we're talking top 10 out of the 27 teams. Right. And yeah. out of these, let me let me let me cut to the chase here. Out of these teams, obviously Black Panthers, Scorpions, Park Bones, Bears, automatic contendership. Any any one of these teams could be holding up the trophies when it's all said and done. But which of these teams that are not in under, uh, the undefeated category? 
are going to make it. Honey Badger, Swordfish, Blackhawks, Silverback, Slayers. Which one of these teams do you see potentially being in the big game? Uh, I mean, easy for me at this point. Out of those teams, there's two that stand out to me, uh, at least. And that's going to be the Swordfish and Jackrabbits. And and the reason I say that is the Jackrabbits have some massive players on this squad. Not that's to right. mention they're led by a Titan quarterback. Right. And, and this, your boy Peter Markham. And my boy Peter Markham. A lot of the Aztecs are on this team, the Jackrabbits. That's true. The old, the old Aztecs team, you know? And, and I'm glad to see it because we were wondering what, what happened to the Aztecs, and they're on the Jackrabbits. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So. But the Swordfish, Jonathan Caker, his squad, yep. I mean, Matt Pang and, and Jonathan Caker have some sort of uh, crazy relationship going on between them. They sold them their this, souls on, to on the, the Tough League Devil. <laughs> they really have. I mean, and but they're 3-1. and one, Yeah. And, you know, this team can always be in contendership to win the, the big game. Now, granted, they got taken out by the Slayers, so you could say the Slayers should be in that category. It's true. It's true. But I'm going to go Swordfish on this one. They just have too many playmakers on this team. And not to mention, one of the players that isn't really talked about all that much is Morris Greco. Yeah. And he's one of the top receivers in this league. That's true. And so uh, he's pair him with Pang and, and poof. Right. I mean, I don't know. So we'll see what happens coming down the stretch. But out of the out of those uh, six teams, uh, like I said, Swordfish, Jackrabbits, I think those are the two that I would, I would give my hat to. Yeah. And you know what? Blackhawks and Slayers could actually be thrown into that mix. I want to talk about the Silverbacks. I want to talk about something that grinds my gears here. Oh, here we go. Silverbacks, all right? They've got a player on their roster currently, and it's he's got a, a stat or two, nothing much. Okay. It's number one, Landon Moss. He's nowhere in game film, and I'm wondering, like, they're just teasing me at this point. So, <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, Landon Moss was one of my favorite Spartan, if not tough wide receivers, yeah. when we first started doing the podcast. He was on the Cheetahs franchise in Mid-City Spartan, mm-hmm. and he was just an absolute blast to watch. I, I, We've seen him make so many spectacular catches. And if he was playing right now, I mean, the Silverbacks would be in that top category, probably of undefeated teams. And he's in the roster. So it's like, you know, you're kind of just teasing me. And he's got stats. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring back the old quote, where in the world is Landon Moss? You know, Landon I Moss. Like I'm talking about a ghost right now. Yeah, I, we are talking about a ghost. And, and I will just say this one last thing before we move on from him because obviously I, I don't see him uh, on the He's not in field. game film. He's right. not in game film. And and so, but I will say this. I saw him get hurt, and after he got hurt, he I don't when? think he ever came back. From that concussion? Right. That, that one we were live on the field for. That was right. way back. I don't think he ever came back I after think, that. But I don't think that's the reason why he's not in. And I no, think I don't think so either, in. but... But he's in the roster, and that's why I'm bringing him up. So I'm like, because <laughs> I seen the roster, and I was like, wait a minute, is he out there? And I look in game film, I can't find him. Now I'm chasing a ghost. I'm like, what the hell? Said he had but, one catch against the Scorpions. Ma- yeah, I know that's what I seen. But Silverbacks, nonetheless, they're still captain and led by Frank Mastromari. Still doing work. They've only wa- lost one game so far, and. A lot of these teams are in contendership. Spartan Division is so massive. I do not know who's taking it this season. It this could is be, tough. It could be in any two out of these ten teams. I highly doubt any teams on the outside, like the Salamanders Brigade and Vikings. Shout out to the Salamanders, though. The Gladamanders. The Gladamanders. They're glad because uh, their boy, yep. their quarterback, Mario Maldonado, is is taking the lead for a free season in the free season pick'em challenge. That's right. little spoiler. Maldonado moved up with a big eight. 
15 correct predictions this week. He was top this week. He moved yes. up to 28 on the season so far. He took the league away the league. He took the lead away from Vincent Daly, and now he sits atop at 28 wins. And if, and if someone doesn't take him out, it's going to, a free season's going to him at That's the end right. of the season. So there's still a long way to go. There's still there's still a long way to go. But get on it. The link's already out. Get your predictions in for that free season. But that's that's you know Spartan division in a nutshell. You've got three conferences. There's there's massive front runners in all three conferences. Yeah. And I don't know who it's going to be. Black Panthers, Scorpions. I'm obviously rooting for Scorpions. I've been saying it's the Park Bums time. I've been saying it's the Bears time. Could be the Jackrabbits or Honey Badgers or Swordfish or, or Blackhawks or Slayers or Silverbacks. You know, it's I, still a huge race. We we always talk a little bit of, a little bit of smack on James Turner. And, you know, <laughs> we, we gave him major props last week, and obviously we sure. hope he gets well soon. But I will say this. Could James Turner have been the key to the Punisher's success? Because now he's gone, and the Punisher's lost both their games. First game by only seven points to the Silverbacks, but then they lost by 19 to the Swordfish. Could James Turner have been the key to this team? I mean, the Punishers need to no. step up. Let me stop you right there. First off, yes, props to Turner. I see him on, on in the game film on the sideline, crutches and all. Props to that dedication. He's still. I do not think he is, that is the reason of the Punisher's downfall. The Punishers have a, an insane trio that we nearly don't give enough credit for. In number two, Richard Thomas. Number three, Quincy Dickens. And number 13, Javonta Sawyer. A big pickup from the old Slayers team there. Yeah. Those three alone, with Tony Monzo and uh, Andrew Welch, who kind of have a quarterback carousel going there. But those three receivers in Dickens, Thomas, and Sawyer – Huge. I want to. I want to say this. I got a little bit excited when I saw the game film for this team. Granted, they lost both their games this week, but big number five is back on the field. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Eddie Morales has found himself a yep. squad, and he's a receiver. One hundred and ten yards and two touchdowns on the season. It's nothing to sneeze You're at. Right. You're right, and that just makes that secondary core that much more powerful. Punishers is a team that could quickly sweep up. They need to get things together, but just alone, that trio of Quincy Dickens, Richard Thomas, and Javonta Sawyer, it is huge on offense and defense. And not to mention Morgan uh, Coyano with four sacks for this team on defense. I mean, the Punishers are nothing to be slept on. They're just in a massive Spartan division out of 27 teams. They've got a long road to to move up in those rankings. They might, but we'll see. I want to talk about a team, and now normally I don't like to talk about teams that aren't doing work, but I want to talk about a team in the Badgers. And the Badgers are in Van Nuys, not Not, the Honey Badgers. Yes, not to be confused. Honey Badgers are in Downey, and Badgers are in Van Nuys. Right. I want to talk about this team, the Badgers. Now, granted, week one they had a tough schedule. They played the Blackhawks and lost by eight points, and then they came in and they – they played the the Gladamanders and <laughs> lost by 30 points. Yeah. And so it was kind of a, a bummer for them. But they came in this week, and in their first game, the Badgers beat the Llamas 18-12. Yeah. to 12. Right. And I'm curious, does that say more about the Llamas this season, or does it say more about the Badgers stepping up? This team, like the Badgers, is like I just said with the Punishers. These are teams that are not in the top 10, but are quickly rising through the ranks through the season. And granted, like Phoenix and St. Louis, tough Tough league this season is four straight weeks. Right. So we are at midseason. And the Badgers, the Punishers, and over in Downey, got to shout out a 1-3 Vipers. The Vipers and the Gators. These are two teams that are 1-3 right now. But the Vipers, 
it was 46 to 52 against the Bears. That is a six point game that a team like the Vipers almost came and took took out the Bears. Are you kidding me? And then that was shocking to then me. Then the Vipers go on to beat the Blue Fire by 15 points. The Gators came within 18 points of beating the Bears, a little bit more of a landslide, but still. And then they go on to lose to the Brigade by nine points. Right. More so the Vipers than the, than the Gators, but the Vipers, for a team that's not quite into contendership, gotta give them that credit where it's due. They oh, had yeah. themselves a good weekend for what that where, where they're at. I agree, and and, so, and I'm, I'm I'm you know awesome awesome work. Tons of sleepers outside the top ten. Um, I don't know if there's any sleepers outside of the top ten like those teams, Vikings, Pharaohs, you know, all all these teams that that might have a chance of being in a contendership. It'll come down to playoff. It'll come down to seeding. You'll have conference playoffs, divisional playoffs. It's a long, long road to the Spartan Cup, and there's a lot of teams in the race right now, and I'm very excited to see it. I will say this. Even though the Vipers came within six points, the Bears are dominant right now. And we'll see how dominant they are because this Sunday they're playing their, their rivals – 4-0 versus 4-0, Bears versus Black Panthers. When we go through rapid fire, we'll talk about that we game. Will. But, but let's talk but about Titan. Let's talk about Titan because now Titan, unlike Spartan, this is 12 teams over two <laughs> conferences. A little easier to get to everyone. Shout out to the Tomahawks. Lead in the pack at 5-0. and Tomahawks. I we'll am talk about, stoked about this team. There's a lot team. to talk about in Titan division here because you have the uh, War Eagles losing their quarterback with Rick Conti, who's now on the aftershock. Huge, 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 huge news. Yeah, Whoa. Rick Conti is on the aftershock now. Don't know exactly what happened mm. during the games, but you know what? Rick Conti showed up Sunday playing quarterback for the War Eagles. He left playing for the aftershock. Whoa. So this is serious <laughs> news as far now. I think the War Eagles might be out then because they forfeited their second game. It looks like, and they lost to quarterback. Like I said in week one, I wasn't so convinced that their roster was, was healthy in strengths and right. numbers. So I think that could be the case. I don't know what the fate of that is, but I do know Rick Conti went to the aftershock. Damn you, Conti, because C.J. Gordon <laughs> ended up getting me no points this I week. I wonder, now imagine putting C.J. Gordon on the Aftershock, too. Because Ooh. now the Aftershock in Mid-City, they still got a dominant Tomahawks and a dominant uh, arc right now, who's also a 3-1. and one. You know, the so, Aftershock for me, and, and the thing of it is, is trying to bring C.J. Gordon over, too. You have Rick Conti coming in and potentially stepping up, but we've seen Rick Conti join other teams, yeah. like the Slayers, yeah. like the, uh, the Phoenix last season. Right. And, you know, he hasn't gotten anybody over over the hump. He's a good quarterback, but he hasn't made that that leap with some of these teams that he just tries to join. And is the aftershock ready to bring in a brand new leader offensively? And who are they cutting? Because they have twelve guys on the roster. Right. And and you know, and the aftershock was such a hyped up, well knit team right. that you bring in a brand new leader, this could kinda hurt them. I mean, Demaris Thomas is a, a granted. Now maybe he'll have more of a, a receiver role like I was hoping for, but you've still got players like Pat Moore, Shelton Ray. You've got all these um Shelton Ray. Yeah, you got all these receivers for for Conti to work with and then on defense you've got Jimmy Gonzalez and Tim Taylor doing work you've got all kinds of players that are putting up numbers for this team yeah I mean I I don't I just don't see where so after where he fits okay aftershock in contention or or not I'm gonna say you think are they in contention would even come out of mid-city no with the arc no no. What the hell did you just say? You think it's going to be Ark and Tomahawks? I think it's going to be Tomahawks all the way right now. And and for for me, I think bringing in Rick Conti hurts the aftershock. We'll see. I mean, we have yet to prove that, but is that that's your crystal ball that's, there? I think it hurts them. I think it's going to mess with their chemistry as a team. We've seen Rick Conti be in the middle of some controversy with his teams before. We we've seen him, you know, and and I'm not throwing shade at Conti as a quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Right. But 
I just don't think I don't know if he's going to gel with this team. This team is 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 cohesive and they play well together and they've stepped up. You know, these past couple of weeks, I just I, I don't see Conti helping them hmm, right now. Interesting. And you're you're allowed to think what you want and you have total logic behind there for sure. I don't think so though. I think after shock, that's going to put him over the edge. I'm going the opposite. Ooh, okay. I'm going the opposite. I'm debating you on that one. I think this the aftershock will be massive with this lineup. Okay. Massive. And yes, they're going to have to get through the Tomahawks and uh, the Arc. But you know what next week is? Interconference week. Granted, it's not a huge interconference week that we're used to. There's only a few games, but the Goonies are coming to Mid-City, and the Black Lightning's going to Van Nuys. Well, hopefully the Black so, Lightning can get some work done there. Yeah, well, they're playing a 2-2 two and two Chaos, and they're playing a 2-2 two and two Fanatics. Right. We will talk about the Fanatics. I'm going to come right back to them. But then, like I said, you have the Goonies coming to Mid-City to play the Arc. The Aftershock will be playing the Pegasus and the Hooligans. So you could see them get those two wins under their belt. Granted, they're going to have to... Conti is going to have his work cut out with him against the hooligans. I don't, I don't know what that fate is, mm-hmm. but I want it now that we got Mid City out of the way. I want to talk fanatics because they did work last week, they did. and we were really waiting for them to prove whether or not they can hang in this Titan division. Being only three teams, they beat the Chaos by eight points, and then the Goonies, fifty-two to sixty-one, they came out nine points. Fanatics, man, they that has to throw them in contendership. And we we said they're probably going to get some wins when we talked about them right before the season started. But like you said, the Goonies, they played a game against the Goonies, and this team went ballistic. Yeah. And you know what? It's because they've added players on this squad like Rashi Scarborough, Flash, and Maury Croson. You add a guy like yeah. Rashi to Croson. You need it. Woo! You need it to compete in this Titan division. This team is strong, especially with the players they got. Some of these guys on the roster, if they had a full squad show up with Chandler, Hines, Scarborough, Shidez, and Croson, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the best receiving cores we've seen in Tough in a long time if they're yeah. all on the field at the same right. time. And I'd like to see the Fanatics make the jump. That'd be cool to see Fanatics fighting for a Titan Cup after they were just fighting for the Spartan Cup. Granted, it's a revamped Fanatics. True, Completely still, revamped. Still, though. Still. Same quarterback, right? So, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's a strong team if all these guys show up. And, and they'll I'm have their work cut curious. out for them. Black Lightning's coming from Mid-City. They're going to have a little bit of interconference magic going. And, I don't know, Fanatics, Chaos, Goonies, and Savages... I'm still unsure who's going to come out on top on on Van Nuys. Savages, they've still got a lot of playmakers. they got two receivers over 200 yards. I mean, Jaleel Lipkin is almost at 300 yards and five touchdowns for the season. That's pretty huge for the Savages. He's a great player. Sergio's still keeping his – actually, Sergio's quarterback rating is 52% right now midseason. That's surprising. But – Incredible. One of the worst performances of my career. 18, 18 touchdowns. He's thrown to only two interceptions. That is incredibly good, despite having a 52% passing completion rate. And But his quarterback rating is 113, so he's still leading this team. Savages, I think it's the same old story. They're always in it. It's coming down <laughs> to playoffs if they're getting their team together. Sergio's doing a great job because he's one of very few players that's doing tough nine and tough six at the same time. Right. Granted, the tough nine savages are very different than the tough six savages. It's still led a quarterback by Big Surge himself. You know, they still got players. Mike Murphy is stepping up big for the savages this season on both sides, tough nine and tough six. So... I don't know. It, it, it could come down to a Savages Goonies, Savages Fanatics, Fanatics Goonies. I, I don't know about Chaos. They're the one team that I'm kind of not having a whole lot of faith in. 
against the other three teams. So I got, I got something to say then, real quick on this, uh, and and I'm gonna try not to be too salty about this. Oh, the return of salty Steve. It's been all night tonight. <laughs> you know, the thing for me is that you have four teams in this division. Don't get me wrong, I love to see this because I I think it's it's awesome. It's it's truly okay. spectacular. You have four teams. All four of them are two and two. Yeah. So I got a special edition of Ooh. Pretenders Contenders, and here it is. Pretenders or Contenders? Is the Van Nuys Conference pretending or contending to win the Titan Cup? Now, granted, obviously someone's going to be in it. Okay. But they're all two and two. Right, right. So are, do you do you think that they even Who's have a shot? Light? Who's going to be tough light? Which conference? Because remember, Mid-City, it's pretty much Aftershock, Ark, and Tomahawks. Right. And Tomahawks aside. The Hooligans maybe, but I think it's the yeah, Tomahawks and, a, yeah. and, and I think the, uh, uh, the Ark. Obviously. I do not see the Hooligans coming out of Mid-City at all, for sure. Yeah. They could prove me wrong, but it's got to be one of those three teams in the, the Tomahawks. It's definitely going to be the Tomahawks. I think they're on, I mean, things could change very quickly, but the way they're looking midseason, Tomahawks are 5-0. and They're looking like they're going to be holding up the, the Titan Cup. I don't see any of these Van Nuys teams beating the Tomahawks. Well, I don't know. I mean, I could I could root for the Goonies there. I could root for the Fanatics, like you said, with that monster squad being put together. I mean, I could, I could see it. And to answer your question, Van Nuys is contending. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, Savages... The only team I really don't see contending is Chaos. And and Grant, yes, they're two and two like everybody else is in Van Nuys. Right. But Fanatics, I mean, I just it's just going on a hunch. And I think any three of those teams can give work to the Tomahawks or Aftershock. I think or Ark. The Tomahawks are going ten and zero and winning the Titan Cup Ooh, undefeated. Nice. That's uh Jason Bauman. Dash yeah. Crutchley, that whole squad. Let's talk. Let's talk about. It. I mean, Tomahawks. Let's give credit where it's due. They're running the Titan division right now. They're the only team that's five and zero. You know, this team between between the two Aaron's, the Aaron brothers, yeah, Aaron Mays, Aaron Jamison. These two guys are massive for Bowman. Bowman's a great quarterback. Is able to find these receivers, and then you add in a guy like Dash Crutchley, putting this whole squad together, coming in with this team, and coming into Mid City, and you know, he is one of. I think the most underrated players in tough and his ability to get open. He's a big guy. Mm-hmm. He's out there. You know, he's, he's doing work for his squad at any point in time. And he is one of the most dedicated players. If he can get feel the team, if yeah. his team shows up, he's there for them. I agree. And, and I think that this squad can take it all the way. I think they're going to take it all the way. And I think they're going to win the Titan cup undefeated, which I didn't think would happen this season with Los Angeles. I didn't think we'd have a juggernaut team, but I think this is it. Now, the Tomahawks, they do have a bye week this week. But like I said, they have three receivers over 300 yards already. I mean, they've got 30 touchdowns on the season as far as their wide receiver core. Nine interceptions. Their rushing game is not totally on point. That be, could be one thing that if they increase, could take them over the top. Yeah. But like I said, they've got three receivers. I mean, they've got two more receivers in Dash, Cutchley, and Aaron Mays that are pushing 300 yards. Then you got Chuck Hernandez. you got Jacob Ray. you got Aaron Jameson. That are over 300. So this right. team is massive, and I hear where your logic is. Can any Van Nuys team really give this team a run for their money? Tomahawks, in absolute contendership. I totally agree. We could be looking at Los Angeles Titan Cup champions, Mid-City Tomahawks. Yeah. We'll see. And with that said, let's jump into Rapid Fire Predictions. Rapid Fire Predictions. Week three of four. What do we got here? Let's start in Mid-City. I'm going to run down these Run teams. me down the key games. That's okay, the key know. games. First off, then, Slayers versus Silverbacks. Oh, man. It's key game, 3-1, 3-1. Autom- automatic rivalry in Mid-City Spartans. They have been. Oh, 
I will give the edge to the Slayers on this one. It could go anyway. If Tilly is back from injury, I'm going Silverbacks. I don't think he is. I don't think he will be. Okay, then if that's the case, could, if you, I don't know though. It could be. Um, I think it's going to be a while. Okay, if it's going to be a while, you know what? I'll go Slayers. But Let's but do they that. did work. They did work. Silverbacks did work with Adam this week. So okay. We'll see. All right, I got Slayers though. Now I think we're both taking Scorpions over Vice. Yada yada yada. Scorpions over Punishers. Which you know what? Scorpions over. Punishers. It's not really a key game, but Scorpions play the Vice and the Punishers. I think they're going to win both those. Scorpions are going to be a six and zero. Wow! So just just let that sink in Insane. for a minute. Insane. But granted, <laughs> you know, when it comes time to play some of these other teams, we'll see if that magic continues. Swordfish Silverbacks, however, is another good one. Another key game. I will go Swordfish. Now this is big for the Silverbacks this week. They're playing two rough teams. They've either, they've they've got to either go two and zero, maybe one and one. But if they go on two, that's not good news for their seeding. No, it's not. They'll be sitting at three and three. But I will go Swordfish here in that game. Yeah. Swordfish uh, still absolute contenders. Swordfish Scorpions. That'd be a big big uh, conference championship. Let's jump down to Mid City Titan. Then let's talk about. Hmm, let's see here. Uh, key game: Arc versus Goonies Interconference yeah. Week. I'm gonna go Arc. Arc's on a roll right now. I don't I think agree. they're gonna lose to the Goonies. Goonies though could do work, and if they beat the Arc, that's gonna prove that. Like you said, if it's Van Nuys pretending or contending, if they win this game, that's gonna kind of shift my angle there where they are contending. Okay. I think they are. All right. I think that's gonna be a game of the week in Mid City Goonies Arc. I'm very very excited to see it. The other the other game that I want to talk about here now Goonies play the the Storm as well, but we're both gonna take the Goonies there. Uh, let's talk about this game real quick before we move on to Van Nuys. Aftershock versus Hooligans. Yes, this is a good game too. I'm curious and, to see what happens And here. like I said, the uh, the Hooligans came within 10 points of beating the Tomahawks. Right. So they're right there. And granted, I don't know if they're, uh, they're lost with Adam Amazaga and Timmy Jacobs question. But I don't know. I don't know where that team's headed. But this will be the game to prove it. Right. For sure. I, I think it's Aftershock. I think with Conti in, like you said, you think it's going to hurt him. I think it's going to help him. We'll I see. Think, I think so. You're going hooligans to take this one? Uh, see, that's the thing is I want to go Aftershock, even though I think Conti might hurt him. I still think that they can beat the hooligans. But I'm. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go aftershock. I think they'll win this game, but I don't think it's gonna help them in playoffs. It's gonna be a good game regardless. Yes, it I will know be. that. I will go aftershock, but I wouldn't be totally surprised if the Hooligans take this win. All right, let's go over to Van Nuys then. Let's talk about this game, the Vikings, and a team that we really haven't talked about, the Vikings, and then going up against one of our favorite teams, the Gladamanders. Yeah, this I'm is gonna, really a ooh. battle of the the mid tier division here. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Salamanders. I think uh, Maldonado is going to ride his prediction win streak. I think he's going to take on the Vikings and, and take down a win here. And the problem with a lot of these teams that even if they get out of this, you know, breaking even point in the mid-tier here, they still got a long ways to go because even when they break out of this middling middling section of the rankings, they're still – then you've got teams like the uh, Park Bums and the Blackhawks waiting. I mean, this is – it's going to be a long road for any team in the Spartan division, and, and that's hard. That's rough. So, so they got a lot of work to do, and, the, and it's games like these that are going to increase their chances of seeding. Speaking of the Blackhawks and Park Bums and the Jackrabbits. The Jackrabbits, too. Yeah. I got two games here to talk about. Jackrabbits versus Blackhawks. Ooh. Going Jackrabbits. You know what? I want to go Blackhawks because I do like I, I like this team a lot. I think they're a really good team, and I think that they could move out of this division. But Van Nuys, I'm going man. Jackrabbits. Van Nuys Spartan is no joke because you got Jackrabbits, you got Blackhawks, you got Park Bums. I mean. So who are you taking? Oh, Jackrabbits, Blackhawks. I almost got to flip a coin for this one. I think that, uh, I don't know. I think the Blackhawks are going to rally. Okay. I, I And I'm not saying that to be biased because, you know, the Blackhawks, uh, don't even get me started here. Okay. I'm the, it's right. rapid fire. 
I'll lean toward Blackhawks. Jackrabbits are on a hot streak, though. I so mean, you, you, I do want to go for them. Okay, so do you think the Blackhawks will then continue their excellence against the Park Bums? Oh, my God. They got, <laughs> they got such a rough week this week. They do. Blackhawks need this. You really want to prove contendership, beat both these teams, and I think it's going to be a lot easier said than done. I think the Blackhawks will beat the Park Bums. I think you Park think Bums they're going to beat the Park Bums, but not the uh, Jackrabbits. Yep. No way. Yep. No way. They're taking it. Are you f-ing high? They're taking the Park Bums. They're going to lose to the Jackrabbits. They're going to be heated. Nope. Six and zero Park Bums. All right. All right. I, so, I mean, so let's move on then. Uh, let's, let's go to Chaos versus Black Lightning in our conference week. I think Zach Anastasi will get it done here against the Chaos. I think he's going to get his uh, his second win of the season. Chaos. I mean, like I said, I haven't gotten into him too much, but they are still quarterbacked by Joe Smith. You still got players like Tough Nines, Hannibal Thomas, and Tyreen Crape. I mean, John Austin's on this team. Lavelle Thompson, Chase Savage, Tramel Sneed. For a team that's stacked with all stars, they should be undefeated right now, especially in this division. They should be undefeated, and because they're not. I I mean, that really, I can't really. What's wrong? Mark Lowe, Wynn McElhoney, I mean, Adrian Tate. Just went through Kime Clark. I just went through all their whole roster. I mean. They got players. I don't know why I don't have as much faith in this team. But maybe, like you said, when you have a team full of all-stars, it doesn't always go that way. Mm-hmm. It becomes down. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And I hate to say chaos is not in contendership with those other three teams, but it'll come down to this game to continue proving me that. So I right. don't know. Let's uh, let's jump down then. Black Lightning fanatics. Mm. And this will we'll... be a really good game too, big time, big time. I'm gonna go fanatics if especially if their team shows up. I think fanatics are gonna start rolling. I might lean. No, I'm gonna go with fanatics, but I would not be surprised if Black Lightning gives them a serious run for their run run for their money i agree i you agree know, I, they, they could easily come out with the win but i think fanatics i'm gonna go for on this one all right we have one game to talk about <laughs> in downy that's it and it's the it's the game to talk about and it's bears versus black panthers four and over is four and oh and who are you gonna take uh, right oh now this lord. is really really hard both of these teams should be in titan oh my lord and based on what i've seen so far this, this is the battle for downy spartan I this think, is it. I think I'm going to go with the Black Panthers. And I'm going to go with the Bears. I can't I'm fault gonna, you for that. And, and I can't fault you for it, It's a coin toss. You want to do five what, on it? Do five on it? I'll take the Black Panthers on that. And I'll take the Bears. I got right. five on it. I, mean, our, I think it's our first one of the season. I know. It's been a while, so I'll gladly take that. This is the game of the season. I cannot wait to find out who wins the battle for Downey Spartan in this game. I mean, it really is because and then there's only one week after that, and then the Bears are going to play the Honey Badgers, who's also in contendership. But then the the Black Panthers, they're going to be battling the Renegades and the Vipers in the last week of the season. Is so, it going to be Bear Country? Is it going to be Wakanda? Who knows? Is it going to be Bear Country or Wakanda? I don't know, man. Is it going to be Panthers forever or Panthers never? <laughs> Find out next week on the Tough Talk podcast. We will be back next Wednesday. I'm Steven. That's Danny. And that was Los Angeles.